This is the Key to Authority podcast, episode number 10. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. Jeff Bezos from Amazon said that your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And guess what? If you want what they say to be positive, then you have to make sure that what they experience from your brand is nothing short of awesome. When it comes to personal branding, not only is it important to define it correctly and build it online as well as offline, but also you have to make sure that it provides people with a memorable experience. To discuss how your clients and customers can experience you as the brand, I've invited along Sharon Atwood from Brand Etiquette to share some insights into this. Sharon believes in the value a strong personal brand can add to both your business and personal life. Drawing on a variety of skills, training, and a solid background in the personal development industry. As much as this is her business, personal branding is her passion as well. But before we dive into what Sharon has to share, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, GetResponse. GetResponse is probably the world's most easiest email marketing and autoresponder service. They have a drag and drop editor along with other cool features to make life easy for even the non-tech savvy people. And the best part of their service is their 24-7 live chat support. It makes it a breeze to get answers to any queries you might have. So if you don't have an autoresponder service or you're thinking of changing from your current one, then GetResponse is definitely worth a shot. Go to keytoauthority.com slash GetResponse to get a free 30-day trial. Now, here is Sharon Atwood. Hey, Sharon. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Uh, it's nice to have you here. And like you've spent some time, obviously, getting the kids to bed and spit late, late time of the night. So thanks for sparing the time. You're welcome. It's such an active time of night for me now. Oh, that's always good, isn't it? <laughs> Especially for us business people being busy, uh, you get time, time spent and to get the most out of what you can make, I guess. Definitely. So Sharon, like, how did you get started with brand etiquette and how does a person become an authority in branding? Wow. What a fantastic question. Um, it, it's really been something that, that's evolved over sort of 20, 25 years uh, for me sort of looking back. It, it's not something I was immediately aware of and um, it's probably one of those things we, we don't see, um, we don't see things in ourselves or accept things in ourselves as, as quickly as we as we should. Um, but it's something even sort of back in corporate, I, I started um, working in, in very large companies and, and banks and things straight out of high school. Um, I was very aware then of opportunities that came to me because of, you know, because of my brand, because of the way that I conducted myself, because of the standards that I chose to, you know, to maintain and, and because I, I, I've always got that feedback that with me people knew what they were going to get. And I say even at that age I was aware of, you know, the opportunities that that, that brought my way. So moving on into um, into working for myself, I actually went from those larger businesses and, and ended up working in uh, in personal development and trained in coaching and when you you invest a lot of time and and money into uh, in, into coaching and and I was working and studying in NLP and and all sorts of of areas of personal development 
And so it took a while for people to sort of point out the obvious that I ended up working with a lot of clients in areas of, of mindset around their brand, around how they languaged who they were, around how they had that sense of confidence to get out and, and present themselves, you know, in an, in an online way um, without that sort of protection of the keyboard in front of them. So um, it was sort of really after years of, of speaking in that area and writing and, and working with people um, that I really did understand that that's you know that's my niche and, and that's an area that I've I've come to love working in. So it's it's really evolved from that sort of yeah the corporate side of things now into you know yeah working with with business owners and and with people in my own business uh, to develop that within themselves. Yeah, and after having a couple of chats with you, I love what you do and how like you bring that differentiation from what the other uh, the people are doing in terms of branding especially bringing that angle from that etiquette aspect of it and bringing even the co- coaching and NLP because to integrate all that, like you giving a really great product and service to your clients. So that, that's one of the reasons that I'd asked you for the show itself. So, yeah, that's, that's a really great journey and story from and That's really good. Thank you. It is a, it's, a, it's a unique blend, I think. I have got a – I will claim to have a unique skill set. Yeah. Uh, it was it was interesting, yeah, early on, I mean, yeah, I thought I'll study a diploma of beauty therapy and, you know, back in the day I did do the, you know, grooming deportment classes and, and um, you know, and I enjoyed that side of things and I think now bringing that personal development and the mindset, um, you know, work that I do, um, you know, bringing it together with, you know, corporate styling and, and image, it um, it just, it works, it flows and, and it gets results as well, having that combination. Mm. And that's what unique, what's unique about you. So, ah, kudos. And I, I'm happy that you didn't go into the styling side. If not, we would have missed out on this. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the question. And so the question I have, because it's something what normally people in branding ask about the experience. So Sharon, what is the key when it comes to people experiencing you as the brand? Wow. Okay, so to differentiate there with you know you as the brand as opposed to to the business, which is probably a, a big distinction I like to make, um, is really I think that the key there is putting the best version of you um, out out into the world, and really it's about making sure that the way people interpret you or the sense of you that they take away um, is as it should be, that it's as it needs to be, and and that it is what you want it to be, because a personal brand is really it's a vibe. It's a sense of you that people take away after having an experience of you. So it's, it's really worth considering and taking on board. You know, often we get feedback that we're not always aware of until we start to, to look for it, um, you know, of, of the impression of the, the vibe that people are getting from us. And in terms of how would you define yourself as the brand? Because I think people struggle. So, you know, like normally you're good at, identifying other people's aspects and things but when it comes to your personal self so do would you have any tips to create that you know brand in yourself i guess i think the big part of that is to really be clear on what our values are um it's a great you know it's a great way to to, to get to know who we are to know what motivates us um and to have a really clear sense of why we're doing what we're doing and um you know, and, and to always have a sense of why we're engaging in something, you know, what our outcomes are, 
um, you know, what our expectations are. And, um, and sometimes we sort of shy away of thinking, Hey, I'm just going to, you know, see what happens and, and get out there and enjoy things. <laughs> and, and it's, it's worth investing that bit of time to sort of think, yeah, what do I value? You know, who am I? Uh, to be doing what I'm doing and to get comfortable with that. Um, I think last time we spoke, we, we had a great conversation around the fact that, you know, so often when we're online, we have, you know, we're, we're, we're doing things, you know, on our website or we're doing things through social media. We have that buffer of being able to reread things, of being able to fact check, of being able to, you know, get another opinion, you know, take a break before we hit the publish button. But when it's, it's us, when it's live, um, and we're the ones, you know, putting our, our point across or, or being who, who we are and representing our personal brand. There's that sense of sort of, you know, we're, we're just, we're flying. We're, we're just sort of out there having to do what we need to do without that backup. You know, we can't backspace and have another go. So I think from there, yeah, so getting that sense of self and looking what it is, you know, at what motivates you and what your values are and, and getting a, a great sense of self, um, you know, gives us that confidence. Yeah, and I guess I, I couldn't agree more with that, like in terms of getting and asking those questions of what the values are, because I guess like obviously you've come from an NLP side of things, but it has to come from within, if I'm right, yeah? Oh, definitely, it does. And I think that as, as much as things come you know, from within, and I think you know, often that leads to people thinking, well, it's just about being authentic. If I go out and, and you know, we, we toss around, it's the latest word is, is authenticity. And um, as you know, I love to chat about that one because I think so often we think that being authentic gives us um, the right to almost be reckless, to yeah. be, you know, to not think. And um, there needs to be that distinction that the authenticity sort of at, at its core is who we really are. And yet over time, and particularly as, you know, adults or grown-ups that we're trying to be, our life experiences and, and the things that, you know, we've grown up with and, and other people's standards get laid onto what is our authentic self. So we can go out and think that, you know, I'll just be me, but often we're conditioned to be a certain way or we're conditioned to have certain expectations. And at the core of it, it's not really who we authentically are. So, again, it's, it's sometimes about taking those layers away and unlearning the things that aren't serving us so that we can be really confident and shine, um, you know, when we're interacting with other people. Because, you know, sometimes we go out and we think, well, yeah, this is who I am and, and this is how I've always been, but it doesn't quite feel right. So we're not as confident or, or we're not as outgoing as we could otherwise be. And it's sort of looking at, yeah, how perhaps we've been conditioned to expect certain things or do certain things, um, you know, and it's probably only after doing that kind of exercise and investing a bit of effort into it that we'd really know what authenticity means to us. Yeah, and like in terms of that unconditioning and obviously that doesn't happen overnight. So like what uh, one person or an example would you have a person who lives authentically or with authenticity that the listeners could relate to and maybe get some ideas from them? I think, I mean, often you will read of people who've had a journey, um, you know, where they've, they've had to understand who they are and, and how their life has shaped them. Um, and probably it's sort of funny, but the first one that springs to mind is someone like Oprah where she's had a very uh, a public 
um, sort of you know outing of her life and her experiences and the way that that's formed her opinions. And then as an adult realizing, well, hang on, that's not actually who I have to be or that's not who people need to, that's not how people need to see me. Um, you know, because it's about realizing how other experiences have shaped us, um, you know, in our life. So, um, there's a lot of great things and I think it's probably something you get out of reading different biographies and, and different authors who, who will share that. But, you know, it, it's probably more of a, it's, it is a personal thing and then it's part of someone's personal journey, but you do see examples of people who really come out into their own when they realize that, you know, your childhood doesn't, you know, your past doesn't have to determine your future. And like, so, I guess like uh, I think I heard that in Tony Robbins or when doing my own personal self-development side of things that obviously whatever happened in past is in the past, but you can always change the future. And I think I love one of the quotes is be the change you wanted to see in the world from Gandhi. And that's something I live by as well. And it's on my desk. I have that, <laughs> I have that in a frame. <laughs> there we go. See, we can connect. We can. Sh- uh, that's our brand, I guess, as well. <laughs> we'll share that in common. But it's exactly right, and I think that's the thing is that that we have got that ability um, to to change, to really get to know ourselves, to know what our strengths are, and to to work on any sort of challenges that that come our way. And, um, you know, and we draw strength from, you know, from working on those challenges as well. And I think it's so often where I'll see, you know, people have these preconceived ideas of who they are, of what they're about. And very often it's not based on them. It's, it's, it's feedback that they've had or it's things they're conditioned to believe. Um, and they, they can really weigh us down. So, um, you know, it's, it, and I say that this sort of comes back to the, the original <laughs> question there, I think, somewhere where you know, we're talking about your authenticity and, and getting out there and, and being who you need to be, um, you know, is that it's really worth looking at, at where this idea of who we are comes from. And like in terms of, again, going back to the original aspect, I guess you have to do that self-discovery aspect of your own self and figure out what exactly you stand for. And obviously people like yourself help and assist in that. So going back to what you mentioned, the key aspect, so to making sure that people experience you as the brand was differentiating yourself and the business brand. So what could today the listener do in terms of either self-discovery or bringing out that authenticity from their own self that could help them give that experience of themselves as a brand? I think from both a personal and business perspective is really having that confidence around who you are and, and that, you know, knowing too that you can deliver on what you say. Uh, very often, you know, when we look at, at the fears, um, you know, the, the common to all of us is, um, you know, is that fear that, that we won't be able to do something that we're a bit of a, you know, that we might be a bit of a fraud. So I think from a personal and business perspective, uh, it's, it's getting clear that you can deliver on on what you're doing, and whether that's on a personal side of things, on a business side of things, um, it's probably one thing, yeah, that can can tie us you know, tie us down and 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 hold us back is is knowing you know, if that's an issue is, uh, is is sorting that one out and um, yeah, and and listening for feedback as well because often it's there we're just not hearing it. So um, you know, often once you start listening. <laughs> It's amazing what you hear. <laughs> That's true. Like, 
it's obvious right in there when you're not looking for it, but when you start listening, you're like, oh, it was always there. <laughs> it know? was, and it, it's just that, you know, I mean, you know, through through NLP and, and those sorts of sciences, we learn that, yeah, it is there. It's just something that we don't, um, yeah, we don't hear. But uh, it's one of those things if people sort of say tomorrow, yep, I'm going to start listening for feedback about how people interpret me, how they interpret my message and how well connected I am to my brand, uh, you generally start to see feedback all over the place. And that's a good idea. And I think that would be something what the listener could Im- impact and put it in terms of a daily practice as well. So, Sharon, mm. I really appreciate the insights. And I guess we could, like last time, as we met, we talked <laughs> over for two hours. We could literally talk this for hours and hours, but we're running a short of time. But really appreciated what you had to share especially regards the authenticity aspects and how to bring out that inner self. So how could the listeners get in touch with you? Where do you hang out? What's your blog or website? Um, yeah, I mean, even through Facebook. I've got the, the Brand Etiquette Facebook page. Um, there's a lot happening there. I do tend to um, tend to like Facebook. So um, it's probably a great place to get, yeah, get in touch with me there. I'm actually yeah, blogging from next week, so we'll have – information about there you know that on the facebook page and, and different events that i go to and, and speak at so yeah if you'd like to contact me through there that'd be great yeah sure i'll pop down the links of the facebook page and your website and obviously whatever you have had to share with us so thanks again uh, for coming on the show really appreciate it sharon cheers thank you very much i'm pretty sure you enjoyed listening to the insights that sharon had to share with us And now you can start implementing those lessons to improve your brand experience. So today's action for you is to develop a habit of listening to feedback about how people interpret you, your message, and how well connected you are to your brand. And then work on that feedback to better your brand experience. Sharon is also a featured contributor in the recently released book, Sell Your Story. Brand Stories that inspire, influence, and ignite business successes. You can get a copy of the book from Amazon.com. To get the link for the book and all the other details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP010 for the show notes. And if you have any questions or comments, make sure you drop us a line under the show notes. Thank you for listening. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.